Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, the founder of Wake Up Warrior and author of the book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. And welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, Disneyland is a factory. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fire. All right, my friends, so I am currently sitting outside uh, the California Hotel at Disneyland with my wife and my daughters. They are currently still sleeping. And uh, we have some amazing opportunities today. My daughter's got a singing competition that's happening uh, here locally and uh, with a whole bunch of other schools, big competition, super excited for her to be part of that. But part of, uh, part of, what's, part of what's interesting about being here at Disney, and I go through this experience, we live here in Southern California, uh, we lived here for six years and we've gotten to be around just the vibe. I think we've been to Disneyland probably 10 times, 12 times or something as a local. You'd be surprised how many people locally end up going to Disneyland, which is no different for us. It's exactly what we did over and over and over again with my kids. But uh, one of the things interesting about being here at Disney is the following, which is Disneyland has no problem selling you shit. Like at all. They have zero problem selling you shit. Like there's, there's no issue in their world for giving you an opportunity to buy things from them. Like, and, and I notice this every single time that I come to Disney. Like they, from the food to the gifts to the stuffed animals to everything about this place says, hey, you know what? We're okay. We're okay to buy some shit from you. Okay. And we're okay to sell some shit from you. Right. That, like there's, there's zero problem. There's zero, and there's no apology for it either. $14 hot dog, no problem. You know, $100 room night, no problem. It's not even that great a room, right? Ride passes for $150 to $200 a piece. Stuffed animals, $40 a piece. And yet this place continues to be packed year after year after year after year after year after year after year. And Disneyland continues to prove that it has zero issue with making a profit. Zero. You think that Disneyland and the entire brand itself could continue to operate if it wasn't making a profit? This is what's so crazy to me, right? Is that we, we, you come to a place like this and you have an experience in which they have no problem charging what they know their value is and people have no problem paying what the requested value is because there is an equal exchange of value. People come here for memories. They come here for stories. They come here because they were brought here as a kid so they feel like the tradition is to bring their children in. But that was all marketing by Disney. This started long, long, long time ago. And they created an experience here at Disney that allows people to get something worth more than the money for the $14 hot dog, more than the money they're paying for all the things they're acquiring. And the principle is simply this, charge what you're worth. And the people who are ready to pay will come play. Charge what you're worth. And the people who are ready to play will come pay. Charge what you're worth. And the people who are ready to pay will come play. Right? This, Disney has figured out who their target is. They're, they're, not, they're not apologizing for it. They didn't ask, they didn't ask you permission for it. They didn't, they didn't wonder whether or not you wanted it. They said, hey, listen, we're going to create an opportunity here to come to a park that is a magical adventure. And inside of that magical adventure, we're going to create some hotels and shitloads of food around it. And we're going to create opportunities for you to experience getting to ride rides and spend time and what? Build memories with your family. Like that's ultimately to, to build memories with your family, to experience something together as a family. And that's really the pitch. 
The pitch is not the price of how much it costs for a hot dog or a water bottle or how much it costs for a stuffed animal or a cinnamon roll. The fact is you're willing to pay it. And everyone, thousands of people every day here are willing to pay it. And millions and tens of millions and likely hundreds of millions have paid it over the years to Disney. And yet Disney doesn't apologize. So my question for you is why do you? Why do you apologize for the price of the value that you deliver? Took me a long time in business to get comfortable with this idea. To get comfortable with the idea that it was my responsibility to charge what my worth was and then also to market and sell in a way that drew, that drew people in who were willing to invest and saw the value. I don't want Mickey Mary, Megan Mouse ears on my head right now, but there's like 600 to 700,000 people today who will buy Mickey Mouse ears for 30 to 40 to $50, put them on their ears and have no qualms about it. My friends, my question for you is where in your world across body being balanced in business have you downplayed yourself and are not charging the value that you're actually worth. And the second question is, what can you do to change that? My friends, that's all I got for you today. This is Garrett J. Weiss signing off. Say love and light. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire, parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the Warrior Book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends, so uh, you heard the Disneyland story and the principle we got was charge what you're worth and the people who are ready to pay will come play. Charge what you're worth and the people who are ready to play, pay will come play. We're going to move our uh, our topic here into the conversation of balance inside of the core four. So we're continuing on our little journey into the depths of the game. What do we cover so far here this last couple of days? Well, last couple of days we have covered the core four conversation inside of body, fitness, fuel, half a point, half a point, one point done. We've covered it inside of being, uh, which is meditation memoirs, half a point, half a point done. Now we are heading into the conversation of balance, which is dealing with the topic of partner and posterity, which is ultimately our connection to stay in relationship with the people who matter the most to us, right? And we're going to take this principle, charge what you're worth, and the people who are ready to pay will come play. And we're going to actually link that up to the relationship side of the equation. But to do that, we're going to start off with a quote here by Lao Tzu. On page 294 inside of the Warrior Book, the quote is this, being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. Isn't that interesting? Listen to that. Being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. Being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. Now, this, this game, this quote that Lao Tzu brings about looks at the directional change between strength and courage. And what is the difference, right? Strength itself gives you the confidence, the certainty to move forward, but it's the courage to love another person, particularly to love another person who maybe is demonstrating behavior that is not really lovable. 
right, is operating in a way that's really difficult. And we're going to take this on under the frame of like relationship. A relationship is super, super difficult. Relationship is difficult. Without, you know, without people, life would be a whole lot easier. This is the quote, you know, without having engaged with other people, life might be a lot easier. But inside of that, it's a relationship with people that ultimately builds us. Right, it's what it's what allows us to experience the beauty of life. It's what allows us to expand and experience who we are is through this place of what of being able to actually see and own and experience relationships. But this comes down to also seeing your worth. And so our challenge and our principle today is charge what you're worth, and the people who are ready to pay will come play. And I'm going to have you play that out with the and following with this dealing with charging what you're worth is actually going to come down to the conversation of deposits. And withdrawals. So I'm going to look at this here inside, but I'm going to read a few part, few verses here in the book, and then we're going to come back. Uh, so 294, verse number one, B, our balance. We're not talking about balance in the sense of balancing like a teeter-totter with equal distribution on both sides. Balance is our description of relationships. So in this chapter, we'll be looking at the subcategory of partner, your queen, wife or girlfriend, and posterity, your children, parents, and siblings. Did you ever consider having a deeply close connected family? Every single day, we're going to have a half a point for taking an action with our partner and then select, then the other selected family member who would fit into that family and posterity quadrant. Two, let me discuss how this game began, though. I never could figure out how to actually win the game with my wife. What ended up happening was that I was constantly in a game of wondering where my balance was inside the relationship and considering if I was able to make a withdrawal. Just as my debit card was no longer working because I had no money in my account, the same thing was happening with my marriage when in 2009, my wife was ready to be done with me. This conversation of balance perplexed me. My marriage perplexed me. I didn't know how to go all in. I always felt like my marriage was in bankruptcy, constantly on the fringe and about to be foreclosed on due to my own attitudes and behaviors about how the marriage was supposed to work, which wasn't much. I was supposed to make the money and that's it. I thought the rest of the responsibility was on her. I was completely oblivious to the fact that she had needs. I thought if I had made the money, then sex would just happen and we would be good. But when I stopped making the money, my marriage was exposed for what it was. A wife was very unhappy with a man who had been unconscious for years. I was oblivious to this. I had no idea how frustrated my wife was with me. I had no clue how to make my marriage good, let alone great. This is ultimately what caused me to cheat. It looked easier for me than just it looked easier for me than just a relationship with somebody else that I was unmarried to than it did to actually work on the relationship with my wife. I was a bullshit artist, a great big liar for not living up to the code. I couldn't even tell my wife the truth, let alone anybody else. All I knew was that my marriage was failing and I had no clue how to fix it. Marriage is hard. The most fulfilling experiences always are. Some couples are able to achieve a good marriage, but it's meant to be great. I'm gonna have you consider the good is the new horseshit. Our society has become good, and what do we have? A bunch of assholes. Good is not why we are here. We were put here. Are you telling me we're committed? You're, you are committed, committing to be in a relationship with a woman, have children, and then spend the rest of your life in a good relationship? Here at Warrior, we demand greatness and will not stop until it is achieved by going all in. No matter of no more of this half-assed behavior. So how did I do this when my wife and I decided to go all in on a marriage? I was committed to figuring out a methodology for making strategic deposits in my wife's life. Such that I could have, can have the balance <clears throat> in that account and so that I can put myself or her into, excuse me, into karmic debt. That way, if I come home with an ATM card and I want to make a withdrawal occasionally, I'm able to. I may be thinking, dude, I need some cash today. Maybe I don't need cash again for like five days and then make another withdrawal inside that game in our relationship. We've got to be ahead of our withdrawals and make a massive deposits, but also know that these massive deposits are never countered with massive withdrawals. Okay, so let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna DJ this from here on out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this example, okay? So if you, if you slow this entire game down, what we're dealing with inside of the balance quadrant is this, this challenge of being able to allow people to know how you feel. 
right? And being able to stay connected to people and be able to allow your wife or your husband or your children know what's really going on for you. And one of the challenges we have as human beings is we don't tend to communicate this as men. We definitely don't communicate this. We don't communicate this nearly enough and we don't communicate it deeply enough. And we definitely don't do it with the people closest to us. So part of this is being able to actually make the value of who you are as a partner greater by the fact that you make deposits and add value through appreciation for your partner, right? But if the principal is charge what you're worth and the people are ready to pay will come play. The problem is this, is that you can't charge what you're worth because you're not playing at the level that would make you valuable. So you expect things to happen. You expect people to do things. You expect things to occur for you. You expect things to open up for you. You expect all of this shit to happen. And yet inside of all this expectation and inside of all this desire and inside of all these things that you think need to go down, And these things that you expect to happen and these things you expect to open up for you, you can't pull them off because why? Because you're not actually making deposits, which means your value is low, not high. Your value is not skyrocketing. You are not perceived as somebody who has value for you. You're not perceived as somebody who has value inside the relationship. And a lot of that is because you don't demonstrate yourself as valuable because you make almost no deposits inside a relationship and are constantly trying to make withdrawals. So this is where I came up with the deposit game, the daily deposit inside of core four, according to balance. Now I get a little technical with it, which means I use a gratitude stack, which means I send a full gratitude stack to two people every single day. And we'll start off with me sending messages to my wife and to my son and to my children, evolved into sending messages to my team, sending messages to my clients, sending messages to my partners, sending messages to everybody inside the equation with me. So the deposit game became more of a connected conversation for me. I was like, okay, so I'm going to send a a message to my wife every day. Right now I send a full-blown gratitude stack, which expresses my emotions, my feelings of three things, appreciation, love, and honor. Right? I do this with my kids. I do this with my parents. I do this with my son. I do this with my, my family members. Like I've done this with hundreds of people. But I started off with my wife and every single day I would send a message no matter what. I would just send a message of love, honor, and appreciation to her every single day. And then I started putting sticky notes and sending love notes to my children. Made a radical fucking difference. Now the key in this is you're doing it without any required response. <clears throat> now you're going to want a response, but you're going to have to let it go. You're just going to have to send it. There is no, no response. We're just going to send it, let everybody know, hey, here's what it is. I love you. Thank you. No response required. And we're not expecting any response. We're just saying, hey, here's what it is. Thank you very much. And you're done. This entire game of the balance quadrant then is worth half a point for partner, half a point for posterity. Or what we're really saying is two different people. Two different people every single day you're going to send a message to. Two different people every single day you're going to make a deposit through text. You can send a video. You can send an audio. You can send written text. You can put this in a paper-written format. You can do it digitally. You can do it audibly um, or physically. But inside of this, it's not a conversation, and there's no expectation of response. You're doing this for yourself so that you can focus on your love, your honor, and appreciation for the person inside the relationship. And you don't trust me on this? You don't have to trust me. Test it. Test it and watch what happens. Test it and watch how people respond around you. My friends, in the end, here's the principle. Charge what you're worth and the people who are ready to pay will come play. But the only way people are going to come pay and play is that the value that you demonstrate invites them to do that. And one of the ways we do that is through the core four inside 
of the Daily Deposit. My friends, that's all I got for you today. This is Garrett White signing off. Say love and like. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.